curious, competitive, compassionate. Salespeople are drawn to their careers in much the same way musicians are drawn to music. Once you've learned the language of sales, the beauty is in your ability to personally interpret what you've learned to suit your personality, your interest, and your skill. My name is Roger Burnett, and this is the So You're In Sales podcast, where we consider ways to grow as people as we advance in our careers and learn firsthand from those ahead of us on the path to accelerate our journey. I'm lucky to get to talk every two weeks with entrepreneurs, business owners, thought leaders, authors, and people of all walks of life, each with a unique story to share and a look at their lessons along the way. Prepare to be educated, informed, entertained, and inspired. This is the So You're In Sales Podcast. The So You're In Sales Podcast is sponsored by Social Good Promotions. Social Good Promotions was founded on the premise that any business can stand out from their competition when they are doing things they really believe in. True success these days is measured by the ways your employees feel about working for you and the ways your business is making the community a better place. Ultimately, it's about the ways you and your business will be remembered. If you're looking to grow your sales revenue while activating social good at the same time, we'll be your favorite marketing partner ever. Book a meeting with us at socialgoodpromotions.com, follow us on Instagram at sogoodpromo, and let's get connected. We've done great work using our unique and effective strategy. Let us show you how. Now, on with the show. Hey, it's Roger. We're back for another episode of the So You're In Sales podcast. This time, I bring in Monet Phipps, who is the manager of the Brighton Farmers Market. Brighton Farmers Market opened a couple weeks back, and I thought it would be important to have Monet in to talk about the role that the Farmers Market will play in our local community the importance of having outdoor activities in a time where we've been suffering through a shelter-in-place order, and the ways that using the farmer's market and her background in recreational therapy would be of an assist to our downtown community as we look for ways to keep our people engaged and entertained. I thought it was a really interesting conversation. Look forward to seeing what's going to happen with the market throughout the future and beyond. Give it a listen. So thanks for coming on. It's exciting to me that we have brand new member doing a brand new thing with a brand new way to report about what just went down at our Brighton Farmer's Market. So, Monet, I'm glad that you came to talk about it and give us some background and insight to you and your role in the market and like what we can expect going forward. So, we just had one. I mean, our brand, everybody was so excited to get back. So, give us kind of your first Quick and dirty, what last weekend was like as the market reopened? Um, so my mom and I have been going to the farmer's market since I was a little girl. She comes from a long line of farm family. Illinois, they're, um, they do corn and beans, thousands of acres. Wow. So they are fresh as best people for years and years. So we've been kind of always been going to the farmer's market, especially when it's corn season, because my mom is an industrial corn farmer. <laughs> so we stock... Um, like most people do, the fresh sweet corn, like chambers corn and stuff like that. And then when it got really too busy to get down there, we started to go to Howell. And then I've just always gone with my mom on the weekends whenever I can. And then for Selkra, when it became a, an opportunity that we needed someone to run it, I kind of got excited about it just because I love farmer's markets. I love talking to farmers. I 
am one of those people who go buy eggs, fresh eggs from neighbors who have chickens. You know, I absolutely love fresh food. Whenever you, if you ever talk to my husband, he will say, the first thing that I will spend money on is good ingredients, not clothes. <laughs> and this time of year is when like it's, you, we, we as Michiganders suffer through misery for about yep. six months to yep. have the chance to have fresh ingredients on our plates come this time of the year. As soon as asparagus hits, it's game yes. on, baby. <laughs> yep. So that was the start of our market this weekend. We had, um, I had 14 vendors and I had actually been contacted a lot at the last minute on Friday, but I couldn't seem to squeeze them in. Right. Um, so we had most of our vendors, it was very exciting, all local Michigan vendors come in and most people sold out of everything. The guy right. from the Mitten Bakery, he sold out of bread. Um, the asparagus was gone by 10 o'clock. Um, and lots of, I mean, and, and so this time of year it's asparagus and plants and, you know, eggs and, and starter, starter plants. And so most people coming into the market at noon were like, where's the produce? It's gone. It was exciting. Wow. Yeah. It was very exciting. Um, and it was kind of just like a different buzz. Everybody was pretty respectful at the market. You know, I would say 50, 50 for masks, but, okay. um, all the vendors that I saw were wearing masks and. I mean, it was just a different feeling. I mean, the, it was easy to park. The town was packed for what it could be, you know, instead of being able to go down on Main Street to go get something to eat. It, everybody was just coming into the market. And, right. out, and They were walking out with baskets. I mean, the, the Fusilier Farms that walked out and he didn't have any baskets left. Wow. So we'll see what it's going to be this weekend. Yeah. Well, and like we said, right, this is a moment when the community recognized that it was time. We desperately needed it. Mm -hmm. A lot of pent up energy on yes. all sides of the spectrum for needing to do something that felt even remotely like how it used to be. Yep. And, and people's willingness to sort of forego whatever beliefs they had to come together and support something that we all recognize is important for the community to me is such a tremendously positive sign for us as a local community knowing that we were willing to do that and mm -hmm. come together and have it be a success. And, and boy, boy, what a, what a long way that'll probably go towards easing some of the concerns of the vendors who maybe were sitting out that first round right. of participation because they weren't sure exactly what it was yes. going to be like. So even, awesome. say, even saying that, I mean, um, the chamber has given me a phone that's just for the market and I am a mama all week. <laughs> so I don't always answer it on time and uh, I've gotten a lot of vendors same thing who were nervous now all of a sudden they want to get in this weekend so it'll probably be even bigger this weekend. The one setback that we have right now is um, we're following the Michigan Farmers Market Association guidelines MIFMA and there are not we're not have we're having essential products so it's food produce um, it's considered hygiene products you know our people who are making soap and um, animal treats. They can sell those things. So our, some of our crafters are getting a little discouraged because that's their primary income is their summer craft shows. And at, at this time, we're not allowed to have that. And so I'm trying to explain that to them a little bit that, you know, we can't have somebody looking at a necklace and then sanitize it. So they're getting a little discouraged, but hopefully maybe in the couple months, we'll be able to open that back up for them. Yeah, for sure. Well, I, and I wanted to bounce back to just you as the 
person in the role that you're filling for the market. So this is not your background. So no. <laughs> talk a little bit about what it was that compelled you to do something that is a step out of your comfort zone, if you will. Okay, so I actually went to college for what's called recreational therapy. Yes, recreation. <laughs> I have a bachelor's degree in recreational therapy. So it's a huge broad spectrum of things. But I've always realized that people are my passion and recreation is a huge spectrum for everybody. So shopping in the community is a huge spectrum. You know, from the self point of view, playing sports is a huge spectrum. So everybody's missing something from that spectrum of recreation right now. But yes, I've done, I've done multiple roles, but I've always been, you know, a farm daughter. <laughs> so I'm used to having the fresh ingredients, making food, and just supporting local, you know, always. Well, you said to me before we started recording that it was your job to throw a party for people that you knew twice a day, every day in your career. And yeah. in many ways, this is just another version of throwing a party for people that you know and care about yep. during the summertime so that everyone has a chance. Because if you really do think about it, and this was part of what I was interested in seeing happen as the market reopened is, in my mind, the farmer's market is a place to loiter. Yes. And, and browse and interact and talk with the farmers about ingredients. And my concern was we were going to have a diminished opportunity to be able to do that. And then therefore mm -hmm. that perhaps would make the experience less of a, the joy that I've known it to be in the past. But yeah. we do recognize that the simple fact of getting in the car, driving downtown, parking your car, or walking around, looking at storefronts, because very rarely do most people drive right there, get what they need, get back in their car right. and go home. That's not how right. it usually works. So you see families with their kids in wagons yeah. going to the imagination station. It's all part of yeah. the thing. And so by you creating an environment that fosters that, it really is true to the Selkra ethos of why you guys would right. be responsible for it. Yeah. So, so give us a peek. So as you bring your, this isn't what I've always done to this job perspective, what are some of the things that, as we watch the market this year evolve, what are some of the things you'd point us to? So, I mean, even if you're saying, you, it did used to be a, a big deal, you know, there was music and there was food. So we're still, you know, I'm still going to have some of the food vendors come in. I finally talked to the hot dog guy to come in back in because, you, you know, you can't go downtown and get a sandwich and you're down there a couple of hours, you're hungry. So it will still be a social event. However, we're encouraging people to package up the food and not sit, sit around. But even just myself talking to some of the farmers, you know, we had a beef farmer. I've been able to talk to them face to face and being like, we've never had business this close. It's just that people are dying for that human interaction. You know, the social, just the socialness of talking to the person who grew their food you know, and took care of it. So hopefully we'll, we'll, I mean, I've already said, like, I have a ton of phone calls to answer back. People are excited to get going and uh, wanted to see how the first market goes. So I'm sure we'll see more, more uh, vendors coming in. Uh, it's going to be exciting, you know, and as we all come out of this pause, as I've been calling it, it's really a, a starting gate in a lot of ways. And we as consumers, we have a, questions about where things have been made, yeah. have concerns about what we're consuming and yes. the role it plays in our lives going forward. And so 
we also have an opportunity in the choices we make with whom we choose to spend our money exactly largely determine who will and will not be successful going forward and i think to your point this notion of i at least feel somewhat more confident in this being okay because i saw the person's face i bought it from right and that person is willing to come and stand before us every week with his and hers products and put his reputation on the line yeah so that if i come back and go you know what that was not good yeah i'm but I can do that face-to-face -face, as opposed to up until what has led up to this point, maybe there right. was less importance on that, right? So, Absolutely. Yeah. And so the ability of the farmer to really be able to tell their story, I think, is going to be heightened now in our quest to want to know more about the people behind the stuff that we consume. So mm -hmm. I can't wait to see how it goes. We're, you know, to me, this is like the beacon of hope, the North Star. That we've had this happen so i wanted to make sure that we got you on as quickly as we possibly could to get like your instant feedback and i've committed to you we're going to try to make this a regular thing so that you have an opportunity be it here on the podcast or maybe on one of our other uh social media channels we'll create an opportunity for you and i to keep talking about what's going on in this thing that we've got to shepherd and baby yeah. make sure that we get it to what we want it to be so thank you thank yeah. you for coming appreciate i appreciate it, it. So there you have it. I thought Monet did a great job. You know, it's really interesting to consider that many of us, the jobs that we have and the things that we do for a living have nothing to do with our education. And the fact that Monet has been able to realize an opportunity to marry farming, which she obviously loves with her background in recreational therapy, which really saw her trying to meet people at an individual level and design programming that would assist them in whatever it is that their wants and needs were on a daily basis. So by marrying those two things together, she has a great opportunity to really put her signature on the farmer's market for now and for going forward. It'd be interesting to see how attitudes about masks and their use or lack thereof will determine people's participation at the market, but so far the response has been enormously positive around the reopening of the market and the fact that we have that opportunity to take advantage of the fresh ingredients that all of us as Michiganders come to know and enjoy for this time of year, especially asparagus. So knowing that we got that opportunity and that we'll continue to be able to do so for the foreseeable future is at least one ray of hope for all of us as we're trying to manage our way through this post-COVID epidemic society and economy. I think I will do a periodic check-in with Monet and the farmer's market just to keep you all up to date on how things are going there. If you are enjoying what we're doing, we would please ask that you subscribe and share the podcast around with people who you think may also be interested as we continue to grow our listenership. There are some really great features that we will be able to unlock with we getting to the 50 review mark on Apple Podcasts. So if you've not yet done so and would be willing to get us over that 50 mark, please march on out to Apple Podcasts, find the So You're In Sales name and give us a positive review. Until next time.